Hello and welcome back to the Because of the Times podcast. Uh, joining me today is comparison lead singer Elise Harrison. Elise, how are you? You good? I'm good, yeah. It's a pleasure to be on. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you very much. So, comparison, two singles out at the minute. You had Remedy, November 2018, and Dancing with Demons came out two months ago, back January 2021. What has the response been like so far? It's been absolutely great. It's all been positive. So, we've been a band for five years now, but only in lockdown, and I think it was the second lockdown we were in, we were like, right, because it was originally just a duo, and it was just me and Caitlin, and we were acoustic, which is where Remedy the single comes from and then in second lockdown we were like right let's start a band this will be it we'll just we'll take that big leap and we did we met Elliot Jess and uh, Elliot Jess and Ellie yeah I forgot my own band name like band names <laughs> um, yeah and then we just started jamming together and it Caitlin was writing songs for a full band sound and we hadn't found it yet so when this is like a whole new rebrand for us. So everyone being really positive towards the track just means made that step in the right direction for us, we think. So we're quite happy with it. And we had um, Robert Carlyle, the actor. He somehow found the track. We have no idea how. Found the track and tweeted it. I was at work. I was having a really rubbish day. Like, you know, one of them days where everything just annoys you. I looked at Twitter, Twitter started like blowing up a little bit and I was like, what on earth is going on? And then like I looked on and it was Robert Carlyle and he retweeted the track and he was like, right, listen to it, it's a banger. And we were like, wait, Robert Carlyle likes it then, so be it. <laughs> it must be a banger. Yeah, it's it's always the kind of little things like that. Even if he didn't tweet it, if if he kind of liked it sort yeah. of thing or, or, you know, whatever. It's the little things that can make a small band, you know, give you that lift off almost. Oh, um, definitely. So you'll be buzzing with that. So you've got an International Women's Day playlist on your Spotify and it's specifically Northern Women. So why is that important for you to kind of make that playlist and showcase the talent within the North? Well, when me and Caitlin first started out, we were very young. We started about 14, 15 and there wasn't enough representation. There wasn't. And everyone found it really odd that it was just me and Caitlin and there was no boys in our band and we were girls going out and young especially young girls making money and performing all the time and having so much confidence within ourselves that it was really odd to see and I think that gave us the like the massive push to be like no we do this 100% we push for women in music and the industry the whole way through and it's always been a massive message for us and then we were like, it's International Women's Month. What can we do? And especially Northern women. Like, the Northern music scene is absolutely class. And if you don't know about it, you're missing out. Because we're all pretty funny and we're all pretty talented as well. So, <laughs> if I, but I'm probably biased. But I, I do think we are all funny and we are. But I think that's just being Northern, isn't it? We didn't know what to do. And we were like, what can we do to make it really important and support everyone around us? And then we were like, right, let's make a playlist of all the absolute bangers that women in the Northeast have produced. No, I definitely agree with you there. Just on a, on a wider scale, not just the men or the women, but so much good musical talent coming out with the Northeast the minute and and nobody seems to know about it outside of the northeast and it's yeah. baffling it's baffling to me that nobody does seem to know about it but uh, there's a bit of info on that playlist as well you've brandished it dominic cummings favorite playlist because he loves being in the north now have you had any sort of recognition from dominic cummings to back this up because we haven't but we definitely should and i think after we do this interview i'm gonna go tweet it off the band account i'm gonna go I all think... full to leather and i'm just gonna tweet him off the band account and say yeah 
listen to this playlist. That's I think that would be a good idea because I think Yaz just <laughs> um re I think Yaz just reemerged on Twitter, came from wherever cave he was hiding in. Anyway. <laughs> so in the description you kind of describe yourself as feel good in the music, which tells many a story from a female's perspective. So what is that story for you? Um well, our story would be northern, young, independent, and we're strong. I think because we did start so young, everyone was like, they give us a helping hand, and that, that was absolutely great. Like, we appreciate all the support, but it was always, oh, you're just so cute. Oh, it's really nice to like see you getting out there. And it would sometimes it come across a bit patronizing, especially from a lot of older men within the scene. It did seem like they kind of looked down on us. And we felt when we were like young, we didn't feel like there wasn't very much music out there that we liked that was inside a girl's mind, if that, if that makes sense. So we're massively into our like our indie and rock music and stuff. And there's great female eyes, don't get me wrong. There's like amazing ones. But there isn't that many in the mainstream breaking through or talking about like taboo subjects or subjects that everyday people go through, mm. everyday women go through. For us, we wanted to create that music that some young lass could be tied in a bedroom or dancing around in the shower, having a laugh with friends and everything about our life we put into our music. It's really personal, but from a distance, if that if that does make sense. No, it definitely <laughs> does. And the, something else that I, I want to briefly touch on as well is you want to make taboo issues lighthearted. Without going into too much extraneous detail, what are those kind of taboo issues? Mental health is a massive one for everyone, not just our, our band, obviously. I would say that every single member of our band and our management team struggles with mental health issues. And with us being the age that we are, they affect our relationships with people around us. They affect us day to day. It's taking that and kind of making an all positive thing. Or even if you can distract someone from that for three minutes of a song, like, or turn it into being quite funny we have songs like dancing with demons for example the single we've just brought out in january dancing with demons is all about the rough the horrible stuff you go through and then just getting just getting plastered with your mates on a weekend and forgetting about it all and it's so little but in that moment and especially in the the climate that we're in at the minute where you don't have that escape it was massively important for us just three minutes of a song just to shut your eyes and remember dancing an empire in Borough with all your pals and no one caring about anything. <laughs> so, yeah. So for us, it's, it's all about that distraction and talking about the subject, but not nece necessarily being spoken about in a negative way, but more in a positive. Yeah. Um, and I think if if nobody was sold on the single before and didn't want to give it a listen, if you don't want to give it a listen after that, then there's no hope for you. Because um, <laughs> I, I think that was wonderfully put. Um, so, uh, Noisy Daughters in Darlington, 17th of May. Could you tell us a little bit about that? With uh, It's a vinyl launch with um, Kay Grayson and Eve Conway. And I think there was someone else. I can't remember now. I do apologise. Um, but, right. yeah, do you, want to tell us, do you want to tell us a bit about that? So, the vinyl was actually launched um, a couple of years ago. In fact, I've got it right next to me <laughs> with my vinyl collection. And it was about getting Northeast artists, female artists, together and making a load of racket for a vinyl. And 
we did a few events actually we played an event with martha hill about it and the run events all the time with different artists off the compilation album just to spread awareness that female artists are out there and we're really talented and we're good at what we do and we're not just divas and all, all this that the media portrays we're just as good as the next lad band that comes along or the next i don't know or you're not just a girl with an acoustic guitar singing songs about boys that you don't like like it's more to it than that and we're talented give us the credit and i think that's why Noisy daughters is such a great project it just pushes it and pushes it people really love it and it's nice to see that other people bought this bought this vinyl for a start like the amount of people that bought it were ridiculous like we were so happy with it but we've never actually brought out the track that we put on the vinyl we've never brought it out so it's nice that people have that piece of us that not everyone else has there was a couple of years back a a certain establishment in Middlesbrough uh, that came out and said that women couldn't do rock and roll would you say this is something that you've experienced at all in the northeast or perhaps even nationally and what would you say to people who do have hold that opinion? I would, I would honestly, I'd say educate yourselves. Like, how, like, how far have we come? I mean, we've still got a long way to go, but how far have we come for a fight for equality? And there's people still rabbiting on as if women can't be as talented as men, or they can't do certain things because it's, it's more, it's more laddish. And this whole lad culture surrounding like the indie scene and the rock scene and stuff. Like, I'm not being funny, but I've seen plenty of. Female bands rock out a show 10 times better than a male band. But it doesn't matter because that's not what it's about. If you're a good musician, you're a good musician. And more fool, more fool the venue for not putting female artists on because you're missing out. You're missing out. There's loads of us out there that are just fighting for this chance to get spots left, right and centre. And especially now, like after COVID and stuff, when restrictions are back down and venues start opening up, everyone is going to be fighting for every single venue. And yeah. If you've still got that opinion, then stuff you, but you're not actually that interested in music, then are you, to be honest? But that I'm quite brutal like that, where I would just be like, well, you can't like music that much if it's all about gender for you, because it's about the tunes for us, I suppose. No, I think I'd, I'd fully agree with that as well. But I know for, for me, for a personal level, is um, I never really listened to a lot of kind of indie rock female bands until probably a probably about the first lockdown but it's because that they never seem to get the same exposure as male bands do and yeah. it and it, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a challenge for me to find them it, but it was just for that first lockdown I was probably listening to more music than I ever have before and now I look at my music library and it's probably you know at least 50 50 if not probably a bit more in favor towards female female yeah. bands I think it's very important for people to know that there, these bands are out there like yourselves who you know are just as as you said are just as good as any male band that could play any venue in the northeast or beyond how do you think we make sure that women feel safe within music circles at gigs and you know even maybe a young female band or artist who is starting out and is maybe making that jump into what is probably a very intimidating and scary male dominated world it is it is a it is a massive jump and when me and Caitlin were younger, we did experience some like horrendous stuff that I would never want to put, like, I would never wish upon another woman in the industry ever again, or a young girl, or like, but it's it's so normalised and the stigma is you could go to a gig and a male could come up behind you and 
brush himself up. You when he doesn't, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to be anywhere near you. But it, it happens. But it's the people that let it slide in the audience that need to turn around and realise that they've got a voice to make a change there too and educate people. And I think nobody wants to go to a gig and be harassed or feel uncomfortable. You go to a gig for a good time. And if you go into a gig to annoy people or to harass them, make people feel uncomfortable, then you're an idiot and you're disgusting. And you, I don't think people understand the detrimental effects it has and how much it puts you off doing the things that you love. So for me I think I think it's more people I think more people need to speak up when they see something going on it can be scary and as much as there is a lot of bad people in the world I can't credit the northeast music scene enough for how strong and independent they've made us over because we grew up with them like these people that we've met and we've gigged with they kind of took us under our wing because we were so young so there is so many lovely people out there too but you're just gonna filter through but you don't don't be scared and don't let a bad experience with certain people knock your confidence in other areas either I, I think i echo that as well because you know the, a gig is meant to be that release for so you know for so many people you know especially young people as well you know for you know if you're like 15 16 when i w- went to my first gig i was a little bit old i remember that 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 first time i kind of ended up in a mosh pit for example and i was i was i was amazed at the kind of buzz that i got from it you know because the closest thing I ever experienced to that previously was probably a football match, and yeah. when I and it's like football is probably my number one in, in my life. But like obviously, being a man, I've never had to worry about that kind of thing within a crowd. And if I had that kind of worry, I know that I would be on edge all the time, yeah. and and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be in something that I would wish on anyone. And and you're right, it does start with education. It starts with people having that conversation. I urge everyone listen to this, you know, have a conversation with your mates, especially the lads. Have a conversation in your group chat. Have a talk about how you think you could do better at making women feel safe within the music industry and beyond, because we can all do better, lads, every single one of us. Oh, definitely. Um, couldn't agree more. Finally, a bit more lighthearted. Uh, any music that you're listening to at the minute that you can't get out your head that's maybe in your on repeat playlist or whatever (laughs) well at the minute I'm actually listening to on repeat I tidied my room this morning and um I played on repeat and it must have been about 15 times straight after the other 15 times it must have been about 15 times I just kept pressing play again I love it it's an absolute tune and it's a northeast artist called Patrick Goslin and he has a song called Peachy, and it is the catchiest thing I've ever listened to. I love it. It just it puts me in such a good mood for the day. Um, I am one of those people that I am so settled in the Northeast music scene that somehow I only find myself listening to Northeast bands and artists now. So <laughs> I'm probably one of those people that waffles on going, yeah, but yeah, but this band from the North is so much better. So <laughs> so I would say it would be Patrick Goslin's Peachy or do you know what I love? Martha Hill's Grilled Cheese. Have you heard that song? If not... I have not. I can't say I have Please not. listen to it because it is such a catchy tune. And it just it puts you in a great mood. I love it. But yeah, they would be my two that I've got on repeat constantly at the minute. Elise Harrison, <laughs> thank you very, very much. Anyone listening, if you haven't listened before, please do share it. Tell your parents, tell your friends, tell everyone about it. We're going to talk about a lot more um, different issues within the music scene and make sure that we cover anything and everything we can. 
uh, give us a give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at BC of the Times. Uh, thank you very much.